what is up everybody it is episode four can you believe it we've made it to episode four of rig for dirt it is ali and frank and we are here in the we are here at the trailhead of the anza borrego coyote trail yeah yeah it's if we sound tired it's because <laughs> we are it's a really good reason uh, we're actually recording this at um 10 30 at night right or almost 11 no it's it's yeah it's definitely 10 30 yeah 10 30 at night and like ollie said we're on the trail in a kind of pseudo campsite on coyote it's not a campsite at all <laughs> it is a side road <laughs> yeah it is kind of like a, a bypass bypass for sure yeah we're like on an island <laughs> for the bypass <laughs> um but in the spirit of bringing you guys each episode from an actual location right we are here. here we are, right? We we said, you know what? It was raining in Orange County. It's what are the chances it's not gonna rain in Anza? Let's do it. Right. Well, actually, this all started out on Friday where I came out to meet up with Casey Highlights, my buddy Randy from KC. Right. And uh he had me come out, um, had Brad from Trail Recon, had Adam from I think it's Hey It's That One Dude or Yes. Is that right? Yeah, hey that one hey uh um Oh, now, uh, now you confuse me. Oh, it's that one dude. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's, uh, you're that one dude. Uh, something. Yeah, it's you're. It, it's, that all, dude. It's, it's like separated by underscores. You're that one dude. Right. And uh, and yeah, we had a uh, we had another JK from uh, Icon over there at the booth, and me and Randy ended up camping out um, at Tierra del Sol, right, at the vendor area inside the vendor area, right. And uh, it was great until three o'clock, and then the winds picked up. Three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, three o'clock in the morning. And so then, you guys came out here on Friday. Friday night, um, yeah. I did not. Um, I guess we could just go chronological, right? Because sure. that's basically that's probably yeah. the best way to tell any story. <laughs> so basically, I, uh, I put in a solid half day's work and then headed out. I ended up getting out to Tierra del Sol, which is this. Uh, it's it's like I would call it King of the Hammers without yeah. the big race. Yeah, that was a that was a really good explanation. Like yeah. when you told me that, you're like, this is basically what it's like today. You still have like like fields of RVs all surrounding this one vendor area. And in the case of Tierra del Sol or TDS, as people call it, um, it's surround it's surrounding basically the Truck Haven four x four little training area. So there's a lot of really, really cool obstacles out there. Um, I, I highly recommend it if you're within, you know, 100 or 20, 150 miles of uh, Truck Haven. It's a, it's a very cool spot to go check out. A lot, of, a lot of trails around the area and then actual obstacles and built up um, trail roads um, in the center of this area. So unfortunately, uh, you and I didn't get a chance to do that. But on Friday night when I was, when I was up here after setting up, took off in adam's badass jeep i mean that thing's pretty built suspension's yeah, amazing that thing's that, thing. an, that, that thing's insane i mean that deserves almost a full episode by itself like i've i've seen a lot of crazy jeeps including yours and this one is well it's very like purpose-built so yeah i mean there's no top to it there's no top to it it's yeah, got half doors he's got that genrite cage and he's uh he's got a, he's got quite a few pieces from Genrite 40 inch actually. tires yeah like it's a forties. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a beast. Yeah, and uh, um, so Adam took uh, him and his buddy were there. Keith Keith is an awesome dude as well. They both of them were just great guys, 
and uh, really fun to hang out with and look forward to like, you know, future trips. But he took uh, Randy and I in the back seat and we just started mobbing around uh, the truck haven, you know, area. It was like probably like 9, 9.30 at night and um, kind of same kind of vibe from uh, King of the Hammers where everybody was just like rooting each other on, cheering, um, just a good crowd, lots of fun. Um, I felt like it was, you could probably think of it as like a little bit slower, a little bit lighter. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but definitely just as much fun. It was definitely a good time. So, uh, we kind of drove around and then we went into this, uh, dried, uh, riverbed, which was just amazing. Cause it had these like 15, 20 foot walls that just, you know, surround you on either side. And, uh, it's got a lot of like V like, what do you call them? Like, uh. V gulches like off off shooting the main. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, we at one point we ended up uh, driving up one of those, and we were kind of getting bogged down because the dirt there is so soft. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's pretty deep sand once you get into those washes for sure. <laughs> and so, and so we haven't even crested yet, and we pretty much know it's flat, but um, we didn't realize how rutted it would be, like how many of these little like gulches would be just like all around. So right, right. Adam kind of backs up and then he just guns it and we just come flying <laughs> over the crest and he stops just short of one of these like little deep little like ravines. Like it was like a, you know, four or five foot ravine. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so that was, we got, we got a good laugh out of that. Um, but yeah, so didn't really get to sleep last night until like 1230. And then by 3 a.m. the winds kicked up. Wow. Proper. Yeah. So, I mean, I love my tent held up amazing that, uh, here comes the plug, right. 80 inch, uh, that 80 inch high country, which, you know, I'm actually selling right now and probably hopefully be sold by the time you guys even hear this, um, to get another free spirit high country, but with the trialer outer. Yeah. Um, it, it can get pretty cold out at least lately. Right. Like lately I feel like we've been dealing with a lot of really cold nights. Yeah. It's been really chilly. Um, I mean, surprisingly at TDS, the, the weather was not the issue at all. Um, as far as like the temperature, cause it was right. so nice and warm last it's night. It's nice right now. I'm wearing a t-shirt. It's, uh, it's 10 30 at night. I got scarred by the Mojave road cause that was cold and I ended up bringing three sleeping bags and I was just sweating. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can I can never be just prepared. I am either underprepared or overprepared, uh, but not not enough. Um, anyway, so then, uh, yeah, uh, woke up at three o'clock and it was just off and on until like five thirty when the first kind of the first razors or side by sides, whatever the hell they were, started firing their engines up and like hitting yeah, out the three in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> man, these guys. That's crazy. These guys are dedicated to get an early start. And uh, well, on the flip side. The trails are going to be empty at 530 in the morning, so right. I kind of get it. Like, if you're into right. doing trail runs and you want to get away from the crowds at a place that's nothing but crowds, I get it. That's a that's a legitimate assumption. I would I would kind of go along the lines of that, too. And, you know, it's kind of, it's almost like fresh powder on yeah, the mountain. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, uh, eventually woke up, kind of rolled out of the tent by, like, around 730 because I heard a couple guys outside of my rig talking about the rig and asking questions to each other about the rig. And I'm like, I might as well go answer their questions. <laughs> Meanwhile, and you're so, sleeping on top of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sleeping on top of it. And they had no idea, actually. Right. Dude climbs out of the tent. What? <laughs> so when my wife says I snore, I think she's lying. I think she just wants to keep Yeah, because they the had no idea you were in there, right? Yeah, they had no idea I was in there. So if I snored as bad as she said, I snored. Right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, so... Got up and yeah, it was from that point on, it was, um, it was like, you know, shaking babies and kissing hands and I, uh, I got breakfast going. Actually, we had a pretty bomb dinner. We had like ribeye steaks and broccolini. 
which you know i mean the food part is always like one of my favorites uh maybe not yeah. maybe not what we just had right now you you you're still <laughs> waiting for your mountain what, what's it called the let's see <laughs> mountain country um i don't know but it's freeze-dried yeah your freeze-dried meal it's freeze-dried mashed and potatoes and what and chicken and chicken it's yeah. uh mountain house that's what it is mountain house yeah, yeah. so and, we'll get to that in a minute because there's a whole <laughs> there's a whole story on how we ended up in this uh yeah particular situation and my peanut butter and jelly sandwich yeah <laughs> and uh anyway so um yeah the night before we had broccolini and, and ribeyes and then that morning we had some leftover ribeyes so we did steak and eggs and randy was like dude i pack sandwiches i'm like screw your sandwiches we're eating good. <laughs> we're eating well tonight <laughs> yeah we're eating well tonight and in the morning and then uh yeah so helped out uh uh myself adam keith um all helped out randy with uh questions talk about our rigs brad as well um you know it was such a good like i've been i think i've been really fortunate so far i have not fallen with a crew that i just have not liked and loved yeah yeah um you know between adam keith brad and randy it was just like solid and then the photographer that uh so we ended up doing a photo shoot later on and by that time you had you had finally come i think it was what like uh three thirty four o'clock yeah so so leading up to that, like my day started actually in a similar hour. Like I, I was up and around by six in the morning um, because I had rigs and coffee to go That's to right. yep. um, at eight. I missed that. But I also had to hook up this trailer because I came out here with a with a trailer from um, off the grid. Off the grid, yeah. Yep. Off the grid rentals um, hooked up on the trailer, and so who'd you get that through? Through Rebel. That's right. Yeah, Rebel yeah. Off-road. So. Yep. So huge shout out to them because last minute when I decided to come out here, it was completely. Like the forecast was to be just raining cats and dogs, completely pissing rain. Right. Right. And so I said, I knowing I was gonna get out here late, I said, you know, the last thing I wanna do is be setting up a tent in the cold, in the sure. rain, and in the mud. <laughs> yep. So I kinda bit the bullet, looked at the pricing, and I said, Hey, you know what? Let's let's do it, right? And so I was originally gonna get a rooftop tent. Um, they kinda talked me into a trailer and so the end result is I'm here with this teardrop off-road trailer, which is legit. Like it's, it's really amazing. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it's got a super comfy queen size mattress inside, and then it's got like that's a queen size in there. Uh, maybe a little bit smaller. Yeah. Maybe maybe smaller. Um, it's pretty roomy. It's definitely not a twin. Like it's definitely bigger. It's kind of an in betweener. Nice. Um, but it fits two people comfortably. Um, it has an ARB fridge. You know, one of those really fancy kind of stoves. Um, it's legit. Like, you know, we were, like you said, right, leading up to that, we were off-roading pretty much all day today. Yep. And it handles fantastically on the back of the FJ. So, you know, I had to hook that up, get it all dialed. So then, you know, took it to Riggs and Coffee, spent a few hours there. How was that? Oh, uh, dude, awesome turnout. Like, it was, I, no joke, it Bigger. was dumping rain. Completely <laughs> just dumping rain the entire and still time. Up. And people still showed up in force. Like, we had, we had almost 50 rigs, like 45-ish, I think. I counted at one point, and it was everyone was having a great time. People had all of their awnings out. They were all just kind of going. the The social part of it was people were just kind of going from awning to awning. Nice, right? So like, even they were like like little frogs going to like <laughs> lily pads, right? They were just kind of jumping from awning to awning, and it was actually pretty cool. And they were you know talking, making plans, you know, having all kinds of cool conversations. Um, and then I you know once that was done, hopped on the highway, came here, and one the craziest thing i'm coming it's raining the entire way here it's still raining i get to uh cabazon where the dinosaurs are right right and 
there's just a wall. Like the clouds just stop. Get out. And it's just completely sunny and beautiful. Nice. And the highway is dry. The right. dirt is dry. <laughs> like not line. a drop of rain has hit past that wall. Very cool. And I was blown away. And that's pretty much how it stayed the entire freaking day here. Yeah, I mean, at uh, in the morning we actually so we had a really cool setup. We had uh, we had three of the rigs that were kind of circled around, so we had like a nice little triangle in the middle. Yeah. And then we had set up the the fire pit in the middle of that, and I had my cooking table um, off the side of my jeep. But it was like a legit, like authentic setup because that's just the yeah, way we yeah, yeah. put it together. And we had decided, hey, let's just leave it. You know, me and Randy were talking, like, let's just leave it. So that way we kind of tell a, a more true story to like what we're doing out here and like, you know, this lifestyle of adventure and, you know, um, and travel. And so we got all stoked about it and we're like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. And then it starts raining and, and it just starts like, you know, totally pissing on us. And we're like, shit. So I'm like, that was this morning. Yeah. And I'm tearing everything back down and I'm throwing it all into the Jeep, like haphazardly. And, um, <laughs> and as soon as I finished and I put the last piece in the Jeep, the rain stops. And then and then it never rained again. <laughs> it never rained again. Yeah. No. Well, by the time I got here, it, the weather was nice. It was like 78, 80 degrees. Yeah. And yeah. all day long. All day long. Gorgeous. It was beautiful. The only, only problem was the wind. Right. Like so there was, the, it was, the you were getting w. sandblasted yeah. the whole time. <laughs> yeah. The big bad W came and yeah. decided it was going to stay and not go anywhere. And, and we, weirdly, like you said, right by this time I'm here and it's just, super windy you've got these like walls of dirt that are just coming at you right sheets like yeah. i can't explain legit sandstorms at some point so. yeah like serious sandstorms and then we go out to um uh, fonts point and there's no wind right it's beautiful yeah, it's it was, still it really nice. it's warm it's the view is like spectacular and yeah, so basically you ended up coming and yeah so we had a Randy had scheduled a photo shoot, and I'm so stoked that you were able to make it because you yeah. have to be part of that since you have the KC uh, uh, Gravity Pro 6 on the front of your rig. Yep, yep. Um, so, and you've got that cool little Pac-Man deal going. <laughs> so, it was, it was rad having you there. And um, and we, we take off to... Uh, um, to Fonts Point. To Fonts Point. Yeah. And... And let me tell you, like, I did not, I did not realize that, like, that view even existed out there. Like, totally. Um, w so you end up uh, driving down this trail, and it's a really fun trail. You could get, you get up to speed. I mean, I would highly recommend having some people um, on the trail ahead of you just to like spot and let you know if anybody's coming. But it's pretty wide open, um, nice, you know, decent packed dirt, and you know, you can you can have a little fun like And you it's know. scenic all the way up to the yeah, point. Like it's not squirrely. like you just get to the it's not like you have to like right. trudge through all this stuff just to get to the scenic no, it's part. Beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful the, the whole way there. Yeah, I mean you're you're surrounded by these amazing mountains and canyons and like, you know, the way the light was hitting it today was just like freaking majestic. So, yeah. Um totally awe inspiring and just, you know, part of the reason why we even do what we do and get out to these like, you know, locations and locales. Uh, is to just you know get these get these like scenes in our head like yep I don't even really take a picture and I don't think a picture could have really done it justice no definitely not um but I just really soaked it in today and was like so stoked about it and granted I did take a couple shots of what we were doing but um some of those moments just kind of like uh, I have those filed away in the back of my head now but anyways um so you drive up this you drive up this road and then you get to this this area and i and i had no idea what we were going to like i'd never been there i've never seen it i've never even heard about it so you kind of see all these cars parked and uh 
there's a little roundabout and then the trail goes back down and so and it turns into a one-way so the right when you get into this like area there's like a do not enter sign um going back the way you came yeah towards the right did you hear that yeah yeah there's we got we got things moving in the bushes around us it's it's kind of sketch but whatever i guess that's part the coyotes. of the adventure yeah. we got some coyotes that yeah. are Tons they were you here. can't hear them now and i was hoping they'd come they, that you'd hear them on the mic um but there was some coyotes off here in the hills i wouldn't say they're super close probably a good you know four or five hundred yards out there on the hillside yeah i'm waiting uh, to see the little sparkle yeah, of their little eyes. eyes yeah yeah so yeah, far, they're so definitely good. around because they were um <laughs> they were like howling it up over here in the foothills just about half an hour ago. Maybe they don't like Persian food. <laughs> Anyways. So we get uh we get we get to that point where all the cars are parked and we get out and we start walking up towards uh this little slope and yeah. No clue we were going into that, but it was just this breathtaking like valley that just like fell out below us. Um, how would you have described it? I mean, it was, it was just this, it was the, it was like looking at the badlands. It was like a trench. Yeah. It was like a trench, like the ocean removed from it. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was just these like kind of crazy kind of like, you know, deteriorated landscape that was totally cut away by water. Right. Right. It was all just all eroded, all eroded. Yeah. All around. I mean, it looked, it looked like the badlands and it was just an amazing, amazing view. And we, like we started geeking out, like all of us were a bunch of grown ass men and we're running around like taking pictures and sitting like... <laughs> on sitting on like the little like edges of the the points of yeah. the top of the valley, um, with you know a few hundred feet drop below us. Are those bats? Oh, they're bats. Yeah, yeah gotta... I hope you guys can hear them on the mics. I'm gonna be quiet so you guys can hear it. That's all right. That's what you hear when you're out here. Yeah, it's like yeah. Really there's some like... bats, and I think it's the lights. They're attracting all the moths, so that's attracting all the bats. And you don't, you don't really hear a lot out here, though. No. Like so, every little noise just like quiet. is yeah. amplified. So if you want some peace and tranquility, this is definitely the kind of spot to come. This is a good in. spot, and it's really not that far. And tonight is like amazing with the stars too. Oh, like, it's beautiful. The stars are out. But anyways, I uh, I'm getting sidetracked. So. <laughs> So we get out there and there's this massive valley below us and you can see all these eroded like channels all below and the kind of muddy like runoff that's just kind of settling in at the bottom of these like little um, ravines and, and what have you. And yeah, I mean, like I said, it's like hundreds of feet like yeah that you would just drop if you totally fall. Yeah, totally. Just amazing. And uh, I kind of got a kick out of that girl that walked by us. A <laughs> woman, yeah, old, older that? woman who just like kind of gave us this like look because we were like on the spot that she wanted to go to and then right as she's passing it, she kicks off her shoes and i'm like what's rocks, happening right now those rocks hurt like there's like rocks everywhere i'm yeah. like your feet are gonna get cut and uh you know more power to you girl yeah so. halfway up the hillside she kicks off her shoes and she's just going barefoot the rest of the way and we're like what is happening it's like she just made her statement i'm like yeah. okay take that to uh i'm not even gonna say it. anyways you see all kinds of stuff out here man it's just it's it's the full spectrum yeah and uh, so we get back in the Jeeps and we head out. Um, we got back uh, We got back to, like, that main road and pretty much shot there until, like, the sun started to set. Yeah, yeah. Got some. I, I, so this kid that was with us, I guess he's, like, 19. Right. Yeah, he's Randy 19. Yeah. He's, and he's, he's, a, he's a, you know, he's a pro photographer at 19. Dude, he's You know, he's great. killing it. And 
he's got his Instagram account. I forgot what he said it was, but he's got like forty thousand followers, and then like he's just like just a total phenom. He when was it comes uh, to it, right? He he was just the photographer because nobody actually remembered his name. No one remembers his name. Met him, <laughs> and uh, and he like fit right in with the crew. Oh, like, totally. Everybody loved him. Totally. He was a cool kid. And uh, and at at one point he was in my my rig as we're driving uh, to like a, a shot location and. Um, I'm like, all right, dude, I'm just gonna have to level with you. What's your name? And he goes, yeah, Ryan. I'm like, okay, cool. And then I get out of the Jeep. I'm like, Ryan said, we're going to go and do this shot. <laughs> and everyone <laughs> says, who's Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said it loud just so everyone would like, you know, it would sink okay, in. his name is yeah, Ryan. His yeah. name is Ryan. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it ended up like just being such a great fit for what we were doing. And, you know, I hope to see him again on, uh, other, I'm looking adventures. forward to the pictures because we got an amazing sunset, um, mostly because, like I said, it didn't rain here, but the storm was being split like by the mountains. Yep. So it never actually got to us, but the filtering of the light and the clouds, you know, the kind of spottiness of the clouds did. Yep. And it made for an epic sunset. So I'm hoping that. Well, I mean, I saw the pre the pre process previews that he was showing us were just yeah on the screen yeah all gold. Like I was like, those are awesome. Those are awesome. Um, so the kid, like he was just on point. He he was doing his job really well. Yeah, he was killing it. And uh, but There's unfortunately, we ended up. Uh, nope. No. Nope. We ended up. Uh, we ended up coming up here. So we were all here together. It was it was all of us um, up on the Kylie Trail, and we were trying to do those like you know nice epic night shots. Yes. But uh, it was just it just wasn't clicking. I think by that time everyone was kind of burnt. People were tired, and uh, the shots weren't coming out just right. You know so. We we went at it for a little while, and I think he got some good stuff, but yeah, it just wasn't flowing the way it was flowing. Earlier. Yeah, it really wasn't. It was, um, and and part of it is the fact that, um, you know, the lights are, for us, is fantastic. They're super bright, but that's really difficult to capture, on a, in a camera <laughs> yeah. at night. And this is this isn't even a plug. This is just what was happening. He's like, dude, the KC lights are are really bright. They're a little too bright. So he'd show us previews <laughs> and it was just this globe of light. Yeah, like, just totally blown. And he, he wasn't even trying to shoot dead on, obviously, like the total rookie mistake, right. right, of trying to shoot dead on. He was off at the side. He was super far away. These lights were just throwing that much light that far and it, the camera was just, it couldn't handle it. Like the sensor was just getting blown out and, the, you know, you couldn't even see the truck. It was just this orb of light off in the distance. Yeah. And so. But I think we, I mean, he eventually did change some angles and get up a little bit higher I yeah think, what that's what it was helping. he got yeah. some elevation yeah yeah and uh so we got some shots so it wasn't it wasn't a loss but um i mean we could have just called it a day once that sunset happened and we still had some amazing shots with the lights on and yeah it was just gorgeous um but yeah so after after we kind of all just decided like we were done we were over it um we went back into uh Borrego Springs to get gas and you know upon some reflection and we we were thinking we were going to do this podcast and we really wanted to with uh KC uh, with Randy from KC and yep. uh, with Brad yep. and Adam and all them but the way it just worked out we're like you know what let's just call it um we'll come back let's go back to uh Anza Borrego and just do it solo and uh so, right. yeah, so you're just here with uh, me and Frank um, and this is all continuous. Like we started doing this at just about three o'clock, right. and it's ten thirty now, and we and haven't stopped. We haven't stopped, yeah. right? We've been running from location to location, and, and this whole time, everyone's Which saying, "Brings us back to dinner." Yeah, everyone's saying, "Hey, you know, we need to eat." Yes, okay, let's do this first. Okay, then we're gonna eat. Okay, let's go out here to this. <laughs> let's check this canyon. Okay, then we're gonna eat. Yeah, let's eat in the canyon. Okay, let's do that. 
and then we're gonna and then we'll do the podcast. Yeah, let's do the podcast in the canyon while we make dinner. Right. And the things just started piling up, and before you knew it, it was like, it was you know nine thirty, and we're like, this ain't gonna happen, man. Like, right. and if it does happen, we're gonna be here till midnight. So, and by the way, everyone's driving back to San Diego tonight. Yeah, and we were not on our way back to Ramona. Right. So for us, it's like, okay, that adds another hour of travel. Yeah, they were like, hey, let's do the podcast in Ramona. We'll get food. We'll eat in Ramona. We'll get food, and we'll do the podcast there. And we said, guys, that's still an hour away. Yeah, by the time we get out there. I it mean, would have been 11. <laughs> we would have had to find some kind of diner. Yeah, we would have to find a hotel, man. <laughs> yeah, we, we would have been doing the podcast from Taco Bell. <laughs> Yeah. Um, some but, uh, some Alibertos taco <laughs> shop. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, but no, uh, we ended up uh, just coming back to Anza and kind of glad we did. It is a little sketch, especially after we we got lost a couple times on our way back. And we had, yeah, down this, like, turns uh, out at night in pitch darkness. Yeah, um, it's kind of tough to tell the road you're supposed to be on. And so then you, then you hit those signs that's like dead end, and then you like drive down it. You're like, yes, this would be my end. And I would be dead, you know, like, <laughs> like it just so so sketchy, and and uh, but see what I was what I was trying to tell you too on the radio was that the first street we went down said dead end, and that was a dead end. Right. But then the right street that we went yeah, down, this, this one, one said dead end, said as well. dead end also, and but, yet it was not. Nope, nope <laughs> it went so. to the trailhead. So, um, you know, I get it, but it was yeah, we had to kind of make a couple of U turns here and there, but we got it, we got back. You know, actually, when we first came up with the whole crew, we got chastised by the by the Rangers um, because some oh, of yeah. us had our lights on. Yeah, you're not supposed to have your lights on back here. Right. Um, Ollie, you're going to have to carry the conversation for the next 30 seconds because oh, the yeah. temperature just dropped and it got really cold. <laughs> so I'm going to get huh? my jacket. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get my jacket out. No worries. So where was I? Yes. Um, the Rangers were like, you guys cannot have your lights on. And we're thinking to ourselves, like, hey, we're on an – we're we're on an off-road style road. So like, you know, we just want to make sure we have full line of sight. But I guess technically the road leading up into Anza Borrego, even though it is dirt and it's not paved, is still considered just a regular road and you cannot have your off-road lights on. It is illegal. Um, that was news to me, but very cool to cool to know and, you know, filed, filed in the back of my head um, for, for future reference. But yeah. Okay, I'm back. How'd you do? Oh, I think I think the the listeners were better for it. Actually, good story. Yeah, <laughs> they now know they cannot use their OHV lights on Coyote Canyon. That's right, and and it's a good <laughs> thing that they told us because that's all we did was turn on our OHV lights to get those shots. So yeah. <laughs> sorry, yeah, now, all campers. And yeah, rangers. I feel really bad for the guys that were camping back there because you'd have these UFOs basically roaming down right like the, the highway because that's what it looks like. It just looks like like these like six UFOs. Like kind of just cruising down the <laughs> down the dirt road. Yeah. Um, I mean, luckily, we tried our best to not shine it in their campsites. And like I said, we were just doing photos, so I don't think there was any way we could have avoided. Them yeah. Being inconvenient. So yeah. at one point, I'm like, you know, let's just kill the headlights while we, you know, because there was a lot of points where we had to just sit there. Yep. And yep. wait for uh, Ryan to kind of set up his shot. And yeah, it's just that 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 increasing feeling of guilt, like totally. knowing. And it's getting late. It's I like was, 8.30, 9 oh yeah. o'clock at night. Like if I was camping in. with my fire, like, you know, going and all that, like, I would not want some dumbasses driving through with all their lights on. Totally. On a, on a road where clearly you didn't need all those lights. The whole point was to get away from that, right? To, get, to yeah. come out here in the middle of yeah. nowhere. So, you know, if, if by some miracle somebody from, you know, this this trip is listening to this podcast and you were inconvenienced <laughs> by our lights, we apologize. Super sorry. Right. Super sorry. But Genuinely the shots sorry. were 
We're the totally shots are going to be beautiful yeah. though, and I think you'll I think even you'll appreciate them. Yeah, <laughs> listener guy, you'll be like, wow, that was worth it. Here I'm, comes the hate mail. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do not send your hate mail to info at riggedfordirt.com. So yeah, so uh, so here we are. We are on the side of this road, um, a far less exciting side of road than we had at King of the Hammers. Oh, you know what? You're right. There yeah. is a parallel. This is very totally, much like, yeah. Yeah, what we did at King of the Hammers. I didn't even think about there that. There's nothing driving by. We're kind of like a side road show. Right. The sky is just blanketed with just millions of stars. That's my favorite like, thing about going see. camping. To be honest with you, is I mean, it's endless. Yeah, is just actually getting to see the sky. In its natural goodness, right? Yeah. Let me see. I just I just turned off my lights on on the rig, and it just, just popped up they dark instantly. Yeah. yeah. And now you can see the Milky Way, and you can see all the. Yeah. If you kill your headlight, I think we'll. What you're not gonna see is the animals coming to eat us. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, maybe they don't like Persian food. Um. Wow. It is really nice though. Now that everything is pitch dark, or so now we're sitting out here, it's completely pitch dark. Just. Two completely un uh, normal dudes, unprotected dudes, unprotected like, dudes, <laughs> hanging on the side of the road, side of a road, <laughs> side of a dirt road, so in the middle of freaking nowhere. <laughs> this is what we do for you. This is what we do for you guys. Yeah. Um. So we come out here, so you know you should come out here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so basically, from from this one episode, I hope you guys know Tierra del Sol definitely a uh, an event to go to yeah worth coming to i was i was not like not a not a big fan because it's a big jeep event and obviously i'm not a jeep guy but hey but there's toyotas and yeah, yeah yeah it wasn't it's, just jeep i think they totally, started with jeeps it's totally it, worth coming to yeah evolved into it's a love big of spectacle like you said right you i mean that like what you said was perfect it's basically king of the hammers without the racing yep it's it's a total race. kind of fun event yeah, and so guys, like you know um at one point that that first night on Friday, we were going to originally go out on a on a ride with uh, on a on a trail run with Genrite, and I think they ended up getting really comfortable and beers were were open and by that by the time they were like actually going to go, I think they they decided they were just going to hang out. So yeah, um, we did our own thing. But yeah, I mean, there's people like setting up rides and you know people are doing those obstacles I was talking about. So yeah, also put that on your list if you haven't been or if you were curious, definitely go. Um, and then what was it called? Font, font point, font point, font point, point. font point. Okay. Yeah, font point. Definitely a location to go check out. I mean, it's breathtaking. Take, take your significant other or take, you know, that special somebody or take that girl. You just, you know, asked out on a date. Like you <laughs> the will girl get you just asked out a date and somehow went camping with. <laughs> yeah. You will get points. I mean, you don't even have to go camping. Just go out there and just That's true. <laughs> take it in. Cause the, the views are, are majestic. I guess if you're from San Diego, it's not that much of a haul to get out here. It's only a couple hours. Yeah, and even if you're in Orange County, it's still like a few hours. You know, it's, Yeah, it's, it's not right. bad. Two and a half hours, whatever. Yeah, it's worth it. It's, it's totally, totally worth, worth it. it. Um, and then, you know, right now, and hopefully still by the time you guys will listen to this, there's like massive flower blooms going on Oh, yeah, yeah. Because of and all I the rain. I forgot the super blooms happening. Yep. Yep, so... Uh, we got so much rain. That alone is, is amazing all around that area. There's yeah, you know, I saw a stat um, on the news two days ago that said that like the majority of California, except for like a little band of the state up by Oregon, is officially out of a drought. Like oh, that's really? how much rain we got in the oh, last shit. two months. Yeah, I was no. wondering about that. I was wondering if we were actually going to get. Yeah, like officially that. the drought. We are no longer in a drought state. Like okay. we are surplus of water. Fantastic. Yeah. Usually it's a snow cap, right? Totally. Like, yeah, and I think Mammoth is at like thirty-five. It's feet. ridiculous, man. Thirty-five. So yeah, feet. for people who aren't listening, you know, in California, you know, somewhat, you know, from. A, 
somewhere else in the world or even the country, um, you know, you've probably know California is notorious for basically burning to the ground every summer, right? Like we're just a giant like. This box year was of no exception. It was yeah, this year was year. no exception. The difference this year though is that we got a ridiculous amount of rain right. in the last two months. Like it's been basically raining every three days for three days nonstop for two months. It's it's been insane. So yeah. it's been like I think Seattle's a little jealous. We kind of basically took their took their <laughs> shtick. <laughs> so, anyways, so fonts flowers. Point, yep, flowers, and then uh, and then Anza Borrego. Like at least you know. So I've been wanting to come out here. I did not realize the the first time I'd be out here was at a time where I couldn't really actually see anything. Yeah. Um, you know, there's definitely some very cool uh, um, cacti on the on the side of the road. Oh, that's the Ocotillos. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, so those actually aren't cactus. Oh, they're not. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Little little bit of information. Very interesting. So the Ocotillo, plants. and I learned I learned I knew it wasn't a cactus, but get this, this is the crazy part that I actually learned from Brad, uh, Trail Recon Brad. So we're walking up to Fonts Point, right? And this and one of the other guys, Adam, I think, okay. said, you know, whoa, look at these spines. And Brad's like, these aren't spines. Those are actually flowers. Those are the buds. And so what happens is. When it rains and the tree go, you know, gets green, um, these spines they open, and that's the flower. Oh no, kidding! And then when it dries up on a living tree, when it's you know, like summertime or whatnot, they close, and they look like a spine. They look like a like yeah. a you know like a yeah. needle. So that's why I thought they were cactus. Oh, yeah, very cool. No, they're totally not. Yeah, it's crazy. No, thanks for that. Like, cause hence would... the name Ocotillo Wells is full of Ocotillo. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, and I'm and I'm now like that much more educated. <laughs> well, I hope everyone is a little <laughs> bit. I didn't know that. I lived here my whole life. I didn't know that those were not sp- that those were not spines, that those were flowers. So if you went and grabbed one, it would just kind of break off. Like, yeah, they, yeah, they just snap yeah. right off. Yeah, huh. yeah. I mean, they're still sharp because they're they're you know they're kind of they're dry, you know, they're and they come to a point. They're still sharp, mm. but uh, but yeah, they'll just break right off. So. So with that said, yeah, I mean, I don't know how beautiful this place is, but I've seen other pictures and, you know, the sky at night is amazing. So yeah, I, if, for I that alone, say, it's it's beautiful. In my opinion, Anza, Brego, and the surrounding area, Anza's, you know, National Park um, or State Park, I think, actually, sorry. Um, this place does not get enough credit. Like, it's a, it is, one, it's, it's massive. And two, it's probably one of the few places other than Big Bear that has a ton of trails okay like there's a ton for you to explore out here but, and and you can camp today well this trail was closed okay. like this coyote trail halfway up before you get to the kind of little water little creek so this is just one trail there's one yeah got it totally got it. there's so. like hundreds out here and they go for miles they weave intersect um there's some historic trails that are out here um oh, slot no canyons for both hiking and for driving Very um cool. you know there's mud caves there's all kinds of really cool stuff out here okay so and i thought this was like the main trail to get in no got it so this we is, just happened to go on the one trail that was this closed. is like how can i put it this is anza light this got is it. like what the person in their prius or civic that wants to see the super bloom and go into the desert this is the trail they take i see so right? so this is not the hardcore nah okay. i mean it gets a little tougher once you pass the gate um, it definitely get, it, it used to be more challenging. I think I heard that it's not in so much anymore. Um, but 
it definitely gets more challenging than it is. This road, it feels like they just graded it two months ago because it's buttery smooth. So we'll we'll come back here. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll have to come back and go a little further in because it's actually pretty nice once you start getting up into the hills. Right. Um, and the blooms get more dense up there too. Very cool. So, um, and then like I said, there's, you know, Fish Creek is a really popular one. And that goes into a slot canyon or there's an offshoot into a slot canyon from there. Um, there's, you know, Devil's Drop-Off is out here. Well, this um, isn't too far from where we live, so I no. say we got to come out here more for sure. Yeah, we'll definitely have to come out and do another little cast from a, a proper. You know location. what else was out here on a little bit of a tangent, but um, do you remember the art installation that was going on last summer where they had those mirrored houses? No, you never saw that. No, I didn't. Oh, dude, it was awesome. So there was these houses that were built, and they're right here in Anza, I think, um, if I remember correctly. They were um, different artists put installations, but they all kind of had this similar theme where they were all mirrors. You know, so there was literally what looked like a little cabin. Okay. And it was all mirrored. The roof was mirrored, the outside, everything. No doubt. Yeah. Oh, so wow. you'd, you'd look at it and it would almost look like a mirage or like it wasn't there because it was reflecting the terrain around it. So it was very like. So is it still there? No, no. It's, it's, they're it's only, gone. they were only there for like a year. Oh man. And so the that installation is gone now. And then it was another one that was like blades of glass or mirrors kind of coming out of like, like giant blades of grass almost like these huh. kind of like quartz style like diamond crystalline you know crystalline style and they were like you know six seven feet tall and they were kind of coming out like a spine in the desert that's sick right and they were kind of waving along the desert and it was really cool so that was out here in anza that, yeah and nice. so anza does a lot of really cool stuff like that where they do kind of these art installations in the desert very cool and i don't know i'm i kind of waver on art in the desert like for example do you remember the pool you remember the pool right that was in the mojave right right there was like you'd have to like there's no GPS coordinates to it, technically. An artist basically built a pool that opens and closes, solar-operated, the whole nine yards. Like a legit pool. Yeah. Right? And you just had to find it. You had to go on this hunt and just find it. And There's a lot of stuff like that. In a lot movie. of stuff like that. Yeah. And so I'm kind of like, I kind of teeter on how I feel about art installations in the desert. Right. Because on the one hand, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a distraction. To the natural beauty, uh-huh. to what's happening out here, sure. and you know, just just coming out here in general. But on the other hand, it's it's a it's kind of a reward for venturing out here. Sure, like it's a it's, it's like a hidden gem, it's like, like a, a geocache. Yeah, like a geocache or like a um, like a real life version of an of an Easter egg, right? Like you come out here, like whoa, there's this crazy art installation out in the middle of nowhere that I get to enjoy by myself because it's way out in the middle of nowhere. That's so rad. And then. And then there's a, there's the flip side, which I think you you and I are going to disagree on, um, is the the balancing of rocks. Dude, I love the what? patience, what, and just the determination of these guys that balance rocks. I mean, oh. and who cares the rocks? Dude, it drives me up the wall. Why? It just drives me insane. I don't know why. I do know why. Actually, you know what? I know exactly. Your OCD why. kicks in or what? <laughs> no, no, it's. Uh, I'm I'm probably gonna get I'm I'm probably gonna get hate mail for this, um, but it's a distraction. Like, why you know, it's not natural. You're not centering some like earthly chi or something, right? Or like some crazy like summoning some crazy deep earth energy. Sure. Like, you're you're leaving a human imprint mm-hmm. on a natural piece of land, whether it's a river or a desert setting, or whatever, right? Wherever these people balance rocks on, like, you know, lakes, you know, or river banks, and 
in streams and right. you know campsites or even along the sides of like these trails where you're supposed to tread lightly and leave no trace. Uh-huh. That t- you're leaving a trace of rocks. Yeah, nature doesn't there. pile rocks like that. Well, the rocks were there, and all you did was just kind of rearrange them a little bit. Yeah. I don't think you left, but see, and in my mind, the things. way I'm looking at it is, you left your mark. You rearranged na- na- what nature had created, right through the natural course of, um, you know, wind, water, rain. Think you of know. them as big pieces of sand, <laughs> right? Every time you take a step through the desert, <laughs> you are rearranging <laughs> all the sand beneath your You're feet. You're rearranging all those little okay? tiny little pieces so of sand. So all they did, sand they just made it prettier, okay? <laughs> Instead of your footprint, it is a beautiful piece of art that is in the middle of like a river or creek or, you know, on the side of the road. But reframe it and just think of it as an opportunity for you get for you to get your aggression out for so it to, now, so for now, it to be now there. I'm now you I'm can just aggro. kick him over. <laughs> now no, I'm you can just kick him over. Like so I'm, Oh, I'm, I see. I'm on the center, bro. Like I don't care on the left or right. Like <laughs> I don't go either way too hard. I, okay, well here's a question for you then. Yeah. Does that make me a does that make me a jerk? Like am I an asshole for then kicking over someone's balancing act? I don't know. Maybe that guy was an asshole for putting those rocks. I, I don't know. Everyone's everyone's an asshole to somebody I'm, for I'm something. I'm feeling judged, man. There's just judgment on all sides. <laughs> no, I think I think just give in to whatever you want to do and own it and move on. Yeah. No, I know. So I'm I'm curious what people that are listening to this podcast what you think. But about keep that. stocking rocks. You know what Get you think about there, that? Stock a rock. I, I can't do it. I keep don't trying. The rock. damn rocks stack keep falling rock. over. Yeah. I'll tell you what. You stack a rock. I'll be I'll be over about. I'll be come by soon to kick it over. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll and I'll be there to cheer you on. <laughs> the rock stackers, I Frank mean. kick racks. So, but yeah, no, I'm I'm over that. But it's interesting to to bring up the the topic of um, what one person would think is good and another person would think is bad. Because yeah. in, that, in that same vein, I had posted that Petzl had sent me oh, a right. bunch of bunch of headlights, and it was after a conversation I had with their. Uh, Director of Professional. Which actually ties back into a conversation that I think we had back in Calico. Right. right. Like, this is actually, this all goes back to a conversation we had back in Calico during when we were recording episode one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were talking about, like, you know, land use and you know, right. land protection and how important is it or is it not to support companies that promote land use or that actively seek to ruin OHV land use. So I I have a really good friend, and he's a friend of yours as well, um, who was running um, a off-road recreation park out right. in Moab. Right. And we'll, we'll, we'll come out with his name once he comes on, because he said he's actually interested in coming on our podcast. Nice. But, yeah, he'll uh, be fun. He had mentioned this thing about Petzl, which is what prompted me to go speak to Petzl and, and kind of directly and say, hey. So a good friend of mine has this opinion of you guys that you don't support off-road. Right. That you guys are not in support of uh, um, off-road land use and having these, you know, 4 by 4 vehicles kind of do their thing. Or more importantly, like, not even that you don't support it or that you're, that you're, that you don't have an opinion. It's that, it's the fact that you do have an opinion to not support OHV. Well, I mean, so when it was presented to me at Calico, um, it was kind of. You know, he had just kind of mentioned it. Right. He hadn't shown me any kind of letter or anything that kind of justified right. that thought. Well, um, turns out there is a letter. 
Oh, really? And so he he had like so after I posted that thing on Instagram, I had said, "Hey, based off of this rumor, I went to talk to this guy." He had responded very strongly. He said, "It's not a rumor." And so to dig in more, I called him up and we kind of played um, tag a little bit because he was out on the East Coast, so our timing wasn't like matching up. Yeah, yeah. Finally, get a hold of him, and we had a nice like. 38 40 minute phone call and uh and basically yeah he, he kind of ran it he ran it down for me he's like yeah so there was this letter um it was signed by over 100 companies like from everyone right. from like petzl to like mountain hardware to like you know names that you would recognize north face you know uh, yeah i mean these are all names that i i guarantee you that most of us if not all of us have some of this gear in our kit oh absolutely yeah. absolutely 100 we're and, probably wearing some of it <laughs> And uh, what was what was really interesting was, uh, um, oh, you see that little mouse in the middle of the road right there? What, oh, what yeah. is that? Is that a mouse or the heck is that thing? I don't know what that is actually. It's like a little varmint. Yeah, it's a little critter. Yeah, a little critter out there. Anyways, yeah. so basically, this letter it was it went it went pretty in depth regarding um, regarding hey, we need to protect our lands like against mining and you know the impact of like you know. Uh, basically like impact of humans on on the environment you know all stuff that you could probably anybody could get behind sure sure and then right towards the end it's like we need to stop you know um this land from being used for like mining and the you know the destructive whatever of off-road right and it's like it was almost like just kind of thrown in there totally it was like an afterthought right it's at like the end so mining and then oh yeah these guys too you know, if you were reading this letter as one of these companies, I could almost see like if you weren't really like taking your time and 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 doing your due diligence to like fully read the letter, you might have read like half of the way in, three quarters of the way in, and been like, "Yeah, I'm behind it, signed yep. it, put my name on it, and then moved on with your day." Yeah, exactly. And not really like kind of broke down the idea of like what does this mean? Like who are they really talking about? You know who's affected by this and what are the kind of people that were, you know, kind of going to make life harder for. Right. Right. And, you know, if, if you want to speak out against mining, we'll go throw your phone away because, um, it's because of mining that you have the, the rare earth, you know, the rare earth metals that metals are in that, yeah, yeah. That are in your phone. Yeah, and I it's mean, because of mining that you have your, you know, TV and, um, your coffee maker and your shoes, you know, like, um, the 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 metal that we need to make factories in order to create the things that we use that we don't think even use metal, you know, use metal. So oh, it's it's, like, it's down even in the microchips. It's the reason why it's the reason why electronics are recycled. I mean, yeah, honestly, so, so there's I mean, a lot of really valuable metals in those things. I think, unfortunately, as populations grow, and you know, I think there's also the opportunity to become better at recycling, right? But sure, um, as populations grow and as as resources you know, become, you know, used, you know, in more, uh, capacity. Um, we're going to have to search for those, there's, uh, minerals and, and metals and what, whatever the hell it is. Like, you know, we're gonna have to search for them in other places. And yeah, I mean, it's an interesting conversation because, or interesting topic, I should say, because, um, you can also take that same thing just like you did from a completely different angle. Right. And so let's say like every, most people agree that renewable energy is positive. Right. Solar farms, um, you know, solar energy, wind energy, um, basically not producing more fossil fuels. Right. Regardless of your stance on global warming. Right. At the end of the day, not making an impact is always better than making an impact. 
right? Sure, you can argue that. Totally, right? So, so, but the cost of that is that now you have miles and miles and miles of desert that have wind farms, right? Right. So, it's it's not there's there's always going to be a loser, right? Like you can never make you can never make a change or a decision or an impact, right? Right. Without it having an effect on a, on the other side. Same thing with like solar farms, right? So there's that giant solar farm down in oh, um, on the way into on state uh, line Vegas. Yeah, yeah, on state line. Yep. So that thing actually literally, literally kills birds. It vaporizes birds. <laughs> like it it gets so hot, the focused energy right. of of those just of those mirrors, it's so hot that they in that the they just evaporate. Like they right. just in they're they're incinerated. There's videos of this, right? Where and so all these like kind of bird activists and naturalists are trying to get this farm shut down. The right. irony is these are the same people that want renewable energy. I mean most of us do, right? So it's like what do you think it's gonna look like? Well yeah, I mean it's I'm sorry, but there's only so much land. Yeah. And it like, needs to be somewhat close to a, a populated area. It's right. Yeah. It it's it's really I mean, and you know, given you can argue all day long about the effect the effectiveness of that particular type of solar energy, because essentially what this thing does is um you know those giant um pillars in the middle of all the mirrors? Yep. yep. Right? So what those are is those are um those are steam turbines. Yep. So the mirrors basically superheat the box they've you know they steam water and then that turns a turbine which then creates energy yep. so those are that's that's what those are and you know the argument is that they're very wasteful right they're not the most efficient way to create renewable energy yeah but you know what the reality is is we don't have the most efficient ways yet like, we don't we don't it's have like there. the perfect system so these these kind of solar farms are being created in the effort to like you know build up to that so how does all of this tie in to off-roading right so here's and i'll tell you how there was a discussion that took place in um, like friends of the mojave right and what that what what it was is there's a proposal mm -hmm. to put a um a wind farm within eyesight of the mojave trail right so right now the mojave trail you can do most of it if not all of it without seeing anything anything yep Right, you're it, even though even though the reality, the fact is, you're only like, I don't know, twenty miles from any highway. Sure. Right, like you're literally going in between two major highways. Yep. Right, so, you know, but it's so it's so effective at kind of isolating you from that that it's a awesome trail. So, how does the experience of that trail change and become affected when you come around a bend and off in the distance there's a giant wind farm? Right. Like it, it totally changes, right? Like there's you, your stacked rocks. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. totally changes. So we're, yeah, yeah, exactly. Your stacked rocks, your full circle on that, right? So, you know, and there's something that I learned a long time ago, which you can never do anything good without doing something bad. Right. Every action has an opposite and neutral yeah. reaction. Yeah. yeah, and 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 here's here's like the most like base fundamental explanation of that, right? You can't feed the lion without killing a gazelle. You can't. So you can't kill the gazelle without, you know, killing, you know, some brush or, you know, nature trees. And I, stuff. I get where you're going at. You're, right? you're basically saying there's like a, there's like a, there's like a, a hierarchy and a, and a kind of like a, um, a food chain, basically. It's, you know, it's like everything. a food chain, but yeah. more importantly, like, look, if you want to save lions, you're going to have to kill gazelles. Right. So right. if you want to, if you want to make eggs, you're going to have to crack some eggs. Right. You're going to have to, you know what I mean? So it's like you, 
you you have to accept the fact that you know if you want what what's more important to you, right? The gazelle or the lion? So this is a great point, and it's something that I've been trying to like have as many conversations with people as I can, which is you can't be on the left all the way on the left, and you cannot be all the way on the right. Ooh, you're treading in dangerous no, territory, that's buddy. Fine. Bring you're, it. Like, you're bringing politics into the podcast. No, uh, no, no you, that's how you took it. The left and right is just one extreme versus the other. Okay, okay. So I'll take that. I'll, I'll take my. I'll take the fact that I brought my baggage into this conversation. And you can't be completely black, right? Like you sure. can't be um, all no, sweet you can't. and absolutely all sour. Not. Yeah, so absolutely. You need that. You need that middle ground, and I'm and I'm saying people need to come more towards the center on everything. Yeah, absolutely. So the more you go on the Absolutely. left side of things and you, the more you go on the right side of things, all you're going to do is you're going to point your finger at somebody and they're going to be pointing their finger back and you're going to have two fingers in each other's faces and nothing's going to move. That's basically what's happening. Yeah, that's basically life. Dude, that's right now. Li- right now? Yeah. And you want to talk about politics. I just saw a shimmer sure. over there. It's probably right, a snake right on the hillside. coming like, to bite me. Like uh, an eyeball. Oh, wonderful. Because well, nothing out there should be shimmering. The, like real, the reality <laughs> is, is we're kind of coming close to the end of our podcast, anyways. So That's true. That's true. We'll be packing up. And we've been, soon. we've gone on on some tangents in this podcast that haven't necessarily been off road or overland related, but I think it's partially because we're tired and we're hungry. Right. And you know, and you know what? Forget it. I'm not even. I don't even know that, why. That I'm brings us back to dinner, which you haven't even eaten yet. So your that's mount, true. Your mountain house, whatever. It's all cold now. Yeah, it's all cold. And, <laughs> but you uh, know what? My point was that like. I'm not even apologizing for the fact that we went off on tangents. This is what happens when you go camping and you just chill around a fire. That's right. Except we have no fire. Except we have no fire. So <laughs> you can't burn my, a fire my hands are getting cold again. Yeah. It's freaking king of the hammers all over again. Yep. Um, I agree. On that note, <laughs> my hands are, I've been, so, I've been switching hands on this mic for like the last 10 minutes because so my hands are freezing. Here's what I say. I say we're going to come back and uh, we're going to try to get my buddy on this podcast absolutely and have a proper discussion about um the left and the right and yeah how yeah. maybe we can try to find the center yeah absolutely yeah so, so that'll be episode five six seven i don't know we'll yeah, see we'll figure it out but uh but for now let's uh pay our bills real quick yes and uh and wrap this up so i will start off by saying casey already got a lot of love and they give us a lot of love yeah and you know it's thanks to companies like casey which really they they formed the root like they formed that 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 strong root and the and the stump of the industry they've become like the foundation of what so much has been built upon um from the roots to where they're at now and i'd love to still go back and get randy or or brad from casey and get them on the show and and have a have a nice like conversation about how they started and how they got going because they've you know the last year and a half or so has just been all like been phenomenal a skyrocket phenomenal yeah you know what my uh my favorite little factoid about casey is what's that because most people know this about me that i'm obsessive when it comes to research researching something i'm gonna buy sure my favorite factoid that won me over is you know they started in, in making landing lights for, for aircraft well basically the aircraft lights so casey took the lights that the aircraft were using for landing, and that's that became their first light. Yeah, that they actually brought into off road. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was awesome. Like that's like that's that's fantastic. Yeah, they because it, at the it's time a, it's a reapplication of this giant halogen bulb that right. puts out an insane amount of power, and and you know 
fashioning it for off-roading. Yeah, so they, they came out with a cool video recently of, like, their roots. Yeah. And how they started. And that, you know, um, that was one of the things they covered, which was, you know, the strongest light at the time were these aircraft lights. And uh, and so they like, well, why don't we put them on these, like, you know, these, like, dune buggies that were, like, you know, driving. And those and, were the daylighters, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the daylighters. Like the OG, yep. yeah. And it's like, you know, that's what kind of, like, the new, like, Gravity 6s are all kind based on. An homage to the yeah the origins yeah we've got those pro both of us have those pro six uh led bars which are comprised for me it's eight a series of eight lights yeah me too i got eight yeah you got eight as well and you know i've i've been nothing but happy with my pc setup yeah and i think you guys if anybody out there is looking for a uh an awesome uh lighting company to go with for your rig you know what dm me i'm gonna get you a discount damn yeah. Really? Yeah. DM it's me. Like that. I'm gonna get you a discount. Wow. You know, hey, okay. I got you, I got you I'm, too, I'm, buddy. Hey, man. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying, folks, <laughs> take advantage because th- that's. Yeah. Hit me look, up. These lights are they're fantastic and they're worth every cent. And I mean, you know, like like the common phrase, right? Especially in the the Overland world, you know, buy once, cry once, and these are the epitome. Like, you you buy them, you buy a set, you're done. Yeah. Yep. So. Let's 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 talk and let's get you let's get you guys set up. So, I also want to thank um, our our supporter, um, Rig Supply, right, yep. for taking for, for taking care of us and jumping on board from the start, uh, recognizing a good thing when they saw it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No doubt. Um, you know they've been nothing but supportive, and as a matter of fact, I just recently. Uh, Spoke to uh, Rigged um, last week, and you know they're pretty stoked on what we've been doing, and uh, they're trying to actually get involved with our Tacoma project uh, over at uh, uh, Five Eleven. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we're we're putting some more work and effort into that rig and get it out for uh, uh, Overland Expo West. Yep. Um, I don't yep. believe it's going to make Easter Jeep Safari as a support rig, but um, it will be at Overland uh, Expo West with with Kate. And uh, as a matter of fact, I'll be trying to head out to Easter Jeep as well with KC. So nice. Um, yeah, I'm going to try and make that too, actually. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, obviously Overland Expo West is another one that's coming up. Yep. Right. So we'll definitely try and make those and do podcasts from those as well with all of the personalities and all of the goodies that you'll find at those events. And Rigged will be there. And Rigged will be there every yep. part of the way. So definitely check them out. R-I-G-D Supply. RiggedSupply.com. They make some really cool stuff. Um, a lot of... Like the, the universal swing out that we've been talking about, yep. um, the forerunner, fourth and fifth gen um, swing out tire carrier, and a bunch of other goodies that you the guys need to check out. The anti wobble hitch extension. Yeah, the anti wobble hitch extension, which yep. is just money in and of itself. So for all um, you mountain bikers out there, and with the with the tires on the back of your rigs, you know, I know it's going to be hard to clear that uh, that tire. So you need yourself a little extension. Totally. that is a nice extension again. So, on so, that note. Thanks yeah. for listening. On behalf of my cold, freezing hands. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, take care. This is Ollie. This is Frank. Thank you for listening. <laughs>